well, you just put the babe on the table, you start offing your tie. Like, <laughs> all this kind of all this kind of adrenaline, this thing, when you've watched Jamaican boys from, from, from back then. Oh my god. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Popcorn for Dinner um, where we'll be talking about Ted Lasso and today I have uh, my regular guest with me, um, Ima. Ima, how are you doing? How's your, how was your Easter break? Yeah, yeah, I'm doing good bro. Easter was good, Easter was good. But man, I started, man, I started back at work today and like I say, it's Captain of the Week. Bro, it's just Wednesday, and I feel that mean. Oh my god! Like today, I had first of all, I had a meeting from nine to ten ten thirty. This is like I was supposed to start the week with that. So I was just like, oh my god! But yeah, um, not happy to be back. But it's one of those things where we have to keep pushing to make that bread. Have to make that bread. Um, but on to more enjoyable things. Um. What did you think of this week's episode? I thought it was really good. I think like it followed on from like last week because up until last week, I thought that was the best of the season. I think this might be slightly ahead. Um, But yeah, I just thought it was a really good episode. It touched on all the characters and nice ways, um, kind of set up stuff that's coming. Um, and yeah, no, I just thought it was really good in general. Yeah, um, I thought the episode was was top writing. Like, I I really liked the writing of this mm. episode. Um, and it's funny because um, one of the things when the episode started, one of the things I put down in my notes, like, how is Ted going to navigate this pressure? Um, mm. But we see at the end how he gives one of the he gives one of the best pep talks that you can hear. Or one of the Good best post- bro. One of the best post match post match team talks you can ever listen to. He tells he just basically tells you that um you know, I don't I don't know if we should, you know, save this bit for later or if we should just, you know, just I think I think we're already here, so we might as well yeah. talk about it, you know. Cause nah, I just really enjoyed it. Um just you know talking about like having to navigate through life and mm-hmm. one of those things that bugs you down is just like you know like fear and 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 anxiety and mm-hmm. you know but you have to navigate through those things and one of the things he's trying to get at with the team talk is like to compartmentalize like everything that's happening is happening but at the same time like you kind of need to not let it like drag you down because if there's one thing we have in this life, you know, as as long as we're breathing, it's hope, it's belief. Mm-hmm. And it's, in a way, like our superpower. Like, we kind of need yeah. to, like, learn how to harness it because mm-hmm. th- we don't know what tomorrow is. Like, we don't know what tomorrow is exactly. going to give us. But if, if you harness that superpower, like, what you can get out of tomorrow, you, it might be the best thing that's ever happened to you. And you wouldn't know that if you if you if you you know don't if you give up if that makes sense um mm-hmm. now nah, i just really love that pep talk i just really 
I loved yeah. the message. I loved how it cut to the scenes of, you know, um, of Keely, of Rebecca, of Nate, you know. Um, you know, Rebecca's, his, his, what he said is he wants belief, you know, in hope. And with Nate, mm-hmm. it's that, like, belief that we're, we're seen no matter how high or how low. Which is perfect mm-hmm. for Nate because he went on this date. Yeah. You know, he's West Ham's coach now. He drives a, a, an expensive car, you know, but something personal to him is that restaurant, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's personal. He he said it, like, every life achievement that he's ever had, he's brought, mm-hmm. like, you know, his people there. And he even gives the shout-out to, like, you know, game promotion at Richmond. And yeah, we see that with success, like, it still doesn't hit the spots. But, you know, Ted is telling us, like, the belief that we want to be seen no matter how well we do in life. Like, mm-hmm. and with Rebecca as well, we see her pursuit of companionship and in a larger extent like kids mm-hmm. and just you know to keep going to keep going so yeah no nah, I, just, I just love that talk yeah no i thought I, I totally agree like i think like it's so powerful because what he was talking about is that look like you can put your belief in a particular thing you can say if i you know for example like if i do really well in my job if i get a job that pays six figures that's when I'm going to believe in myself. That's when people are going to believe in me. But the thing is that it's what's inside. And it's like, if you always back yourself in everything you do, if you back the people around you and you focus your energy on that rather than negative things, like no one can take that away from you, you know? Um, and yeah, like all these different points you you touched on is like, at the end of the day, I think what that whole thing was showing us is that like, no matter what where you are, like what is true to you is true to you kind of thing. Like Nate, uh, you know, you know, most people will say, oh, he has blood. He shouldn't be coming to that restaurant again. But that's still what is in him, you know. Um, People will say, oh, Rebecca is a big boss. And, you know, yeah, fair enough. She doesn't have kids. You know, that means she can spend money enjoying her life. But that's still what she wants, you know, deep down. That's who she is. That's, you know, be, she has to be true to herself to be happy kind of thing. And, you know, even at that, you know, there's a quick shot of Roy where it's like, you know, we need to allow ourselves to be loved and stuff. and you can kind of see his shoulders drop a bit of like, you know, that's where he was as well of like, he just didn't feel like he deserved love. So basically all these things are like, you know, regardless of all the physical things around us, like a lot of times, like what makes us happy and what makes us, you know, go through life well and stuff is just stuff that, you know, is it within us regardless kind of thing of like, you know, people have, for example, so people just want to do good or something like that. But it's not about or oh, how much money they're making or whatever. Those things are factors. But like a lot of people, I think that's what you're saying of like deep down, there's just something else they want. Um, there's just something true to them that they want to stay, you know, close to and be happy with, basically. Um, and I thought it was quite important, you know. And it was quite poignant, you know, when he told the belief symbols, like you can't be putting your, you know, belief into an item or anything physical. Like it has to be with you at all times where it can't be destroyed kind of thing. So now, yeah, so I yeah. thought like, you know, it was a really inspirational speech. Um, yeah. I definitely needed that before my 3 p.m. meeting today. But yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, so no, it was really good. It was really good. Yeah, no, it was it was perfect. And um, even, um, I think, yeah, you mentioned Roy and it also cut to Keely, which I think had a double message with it, which is like, no matter your identity, obviously we see like her get with Jack 
no matter your identity, you also deserve to be loved as well. And also the fact that she's also reading from a breakup. So it's like, even if you think maybe this relationship has gone so sour, and I know like with breakups, it's kind of easy to just like put yourself down and say like, I don't deserve mm-hmm. to, you know, go like enter a relationship. Or, like it, it happens to a lot of us a lot of the time. Yeah. But yeah, even with that, you still deserve to be loved. And again, yeah, with your identity, you still deserve to be loved. So yeah, it was it was the perfect message. And like, I think as well as, you know, how we talked about, like how the show touches on like imposter syndrome, one thing it also touches on is just like that, that fire within us, that hope that we should never extinguish, like as yeah, long as we're getting through life. Yeah, like because we see Ted like navigate Richmond through the hell that his personal life is going through. Yep. You know, like his uh his ex wife being with his therapist and his his son just being so far away from him. And in this episode we see his son become a buddy. Mm-hmm. I can imagine someone like Ted, you know, imagine your son becoming so anti like what everything you stand for. Yeah. You get what I mean? Like, um, even, especially after Roy and Beard, you know, we're really having his back, like, as to how to treat this kid. Mm-hmm. So just having to navigate all that, like, in his personal life, he, you need something to keep you going because. Yeah. And I think, like, talking about, like, Ted and Henry, I think that was quite, like, you know, beautiful um, because, you know, Ted's fear when he, um, heard that Henry bullied someone. It was quite obvious. It was kind of like, you know what? Oh my God, I actually don't know this boy anymore. Like he probably doesn't remember the stuff I thought I taught him. Who knows what this guy is putting in his head? He doesn't have a male, you know, role model. All these types of things are probably going through his head. And he's like, oh my God, my mistakes in this relationship are actually going past me. They are costing my kid. They are costing, you know, the future. They're costing the society pretty much. Because if you release a dickhead into the society, you're polluting it so he's probably going through all these things and for him to now you know at the end when henry is like you know i you know apologize it was a silly rap basically something that ted would do and it's like you know i should have taken your advice i should have just counted to 10 twice and it's like and that's like the universe telling ted that nah like mistakes happen you're good he's good you know like again about what is deep inside like you still he still raised that boy and the boy still remembers him and, you know, he's still his dad. So, you know, that part is always inside him. Like, yeah, there'll be, you know, things and stuff. But like Ted's fear was almost like, crap, everything that was I've tried to raise this boy in is gone. But like, you know, you find out that, you know, a core of a person is not that easily, you know, swayed. Um, and it was quite important as well for him at that particular time, because in a way it kind of ties into what Richmond were going through because I know Zava is a person, but like Zava is almost an item kind of thing. Like they've put their whole belief in, you know, almost like, I guess like, almost like a deity kind of thing of like, this is who will save us kind of thing. Yeah. But I think that was what strengthened um, Ted to be like, you know what? This is probably even better. Obviously, Jamie said that before, but like that was more from a selfish point of view. But I think like now it's like, you know what? This is actually better. And even... Weirdly enough, now that I think about it, like even Zava leaving for his family is almost kind of like what what we're talking about with Nate and everyone of like it's about what is important to you at the end of the day. 
different ways that people show it, but it's like, you know, his family is what's important to him. His avocado farm is what's important to him. So he decided to retire and leave the lifestyle behind, you know? Yeah. Um, and yeah, people will say, you know, he left the team high and dry, but you know, at the end of the day, it's like, it's what matters to you the most that you go after. So I think like that kind of theme of, you know, what is at the core of a person, you know, what, what makes a person a person? What makes them tick? You know, I think that was like kind of like all true, um, all through the episode, basically. No, that's um, the deserve spot that you mentioned, you know, like having him as this uh, item in the dressing room, the deity that they all believe in, as well as the belief sign. Mm-hmm. I think that's a brilliant spot because the message was not just because of the sign itself. In a way, it's like this guy is gone, but we're still stronger as a unit mm-hmm. with or without him. Um, so, and all of our abilities do not rely on this one person, you know. Before Zava, there was there's always Richmond. There will always be Richmond. Yeah. You get what I mean? So yeah, yeah. Nah, it's um, it was a it was a very good episode, and you know, one of the things that it it also touched on, I think, a lot is just like companionship, because Ted is far from his family. Yeah, we see Ted. You know, every episode navigate that time zone. He he says, you know, why can't the world just have one big time zone? And we also see Rebecca as well, um, which was a very emotional, um, was a very emotional. Just like horror side of this episode was a very emotional uh, story. Yeah, in a way that we see her get to the hospital and she sees the emergency contact on the form and there's there's nobody which is funny because you know she spent a lot of this season with keely yeah but even with that you can have a bond as strong as theirs but you can still feel alone yeah it's the it's the classic thing right like you don't you don't need to be alone to be lonely if that makes sense yeah it's like yeah it's like, you know, you can be surrounded by a lot of friends and stuff. It's the same thing like when you go through a breakup as well. You can be surrounded by friends, family, everything. But like, you know, everybody is different. Like, who are you going to tell that all oh, my days I went to Tesco and I don't know, like the eggs were, were upside down or something stupid like that. Or like, you know, um, I saw this very random thing. Those are the things that you'd miss. It's like, oh, I used to, you know, these are the things you tell your girlfriend or something. Um, but it doesn't mean that you don't have people around you kind of thing. So I think like in the same way, you know, like putting your friend as your emergency contact, you know, you would feel some type of way about it as well. It's almost like, are you putting too much into that friendship? You know, all these types of things. Um, and I think for her, it was quite like, you know, that was that whole story. That storyline was quite interesting for me because obviously she's grappling with something very tangible and strong in those feelings. But at the same time, we have this psychic storyline that is still developing because, like, the matchbox is there. Um, she met that her ex that I swear I forgot yeah. about that guy totally until I saw him again. And then yeah. it was like, oh, what was it? The shite in nine. Shite in ninety nine more. Yeah. So it was like, okay, what is happening here? And the psychic did in fact say that um she would be a mom. So I don't know what that is building to i don't i guess they're setting up that conflict for her because you know i guess from like the end of the episode it looks like her results were kind of negative kind of thing with that doctor um but is it something where there will be a miracle is it something where 
Again, is the psychic bogus? Because again, psychic is, you know, subjective. You know, is this something where it's, you know, it's, you know, a weird thing where like you can be a mother, but you might not be a biological mother kind of thing. You know, so it's like, I want to see where they go with that because I think one thing they've actually done is that they've presented every side of that thing very balanced. Like even obviously people believe in psychics and, you know, other spiritual things and stuff and it's quite easy for a lot of shows especially like a comedy show to like ridicule things like that but they've actually treated it like very respectfully for the fact that like you know some of the things actually came true so i actually just wonder like where that is going to go um is it is it something to pay attention to that everything the psychic said kind of tied into one of her exes because she said the matchbox thing that was at sam's restaurant this one was um I forgot. I don't even know that guy's name, but the ex and his new fiance. She said this. So it's like, is this something like that? Is there going to be a Rupert's thing? You know, like you know, is there something going on there? I don't know. But yeah, it's just it's, it's interesting. And I think like you know, Anna is such a great actress that like you know, um, she can do the comedy and balance out like you know Ted and all these <laughs> wacky characters, Leslie and all of them. But then you know, she can also be like very like you know emotional grounded and yeah um and you know kind of almost break down and let you know that you know life isn't a bed of roses kind of thing as well um, yeah but yeah yeah it's it's it was it's um you know i'd be happy for her if she can get you know that if she can get that feeling that you know she wants which is a kid um it's it was hard to see you know just her try to pursue this goal of hers or this ones of hers and time age is something you cannot rewind or you cannot like correct yeah yeah so just it's something where and if you go to the doctor and they tell you oh you're you can't like it's not possible again it's like you can't take that back so it's almost like where does she go from there and at the end of the day like um yeah like you said she can be uh an adopted mother or a biological mother so it remains to be seen how um this show takes her from here but yeah i would really love her to get that companionship because at the end of the day to be fair like if if um keely is not around you know which we saw in this episode because keely has her own shit to to yeah exactly to go through as well she's she runs a company and she also has her own like personal life as well so if keely's yeah. not around like what does she you know have mm-hmm. in that sense like in terms of like companionship outside that relationship so yeah um i'm rooting for her and yeah really hope really hope she gets like the the feeling that she's after um and speaking of keely i think it would be a good good point in the episode to to talk about her personal life and also her work life as well we see a lot of focus this this episode on her work life and her relationship with Jack. And you know what's funny? I, I watched the last episode with um no actually I didn't watch. I was talking about the last episode with um my girlfriend Lola D and mm-hmm. she was telling me about the um relationship between like she saw the attraction between jack and honestly i was kicking myself because i actually had it on my notes but we didn't get to it last episode okay 
behold, Egbon is always giving us time constraints. But <laughs> if you know, you know. But yeah. Because <laughs> that last episode, there was like, I don't know the actress that plays Jack, but like there's a way, I don't know, there was a look. There's a, a look. There's a few looks. If you know, you know. But yeah, there were a few hmm. looks. So you get that look often, do you? Fair to speak. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a look. There's, there's a couple of looks where it's like, hmm, there's something, there's something here, you know, kind of thing. And it's like, okay. But then I was like, I don't, I didn't know where it was going to go. There's a part of me that was like, is this going to be one of these things where like Kili will reject that or something? And I was like, yeah. So yeah. I didn't know where it was going to go. Or would it yeah. just be something that she would do that, you know, Jack wouldn't even act on or anything like that, you know? Yeah. Um, but I kind of like that they gave Kili the agency. Because, you know, if if someone, if Jack had just kissed her, it would have been like, oh, Kili's in a bad place, you know, that kind of thing. But this was kind of her take having the agency to go and say, okay, cool, I want this and I'm going to go for it. Um, so, yeah, so that was that was nice to see. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm quite interested in that, how that whole thing is going to shake out. Because, like I said, you know, Roy had that reaction. I was like, okay, is Roy going to... Oh god, I I don't I don't I I really don't like love triangles in TV shows, but like absolutely do not. Um, but I don't know how they're going to play this, but we'll see anyways. Yeah, I thought funny enough when I was talking about it with uh Day in the last episode, I I basically thought that the looks were just like being nervous, like your boss is around. If that makes sense. No, the looks I was seeing were from Jack too. Yeah, no, I, I just generally, I thought the whole vibe was just around nerves. Mm. Um, yeah, so that was just me probably be, be uh, not probably, definitely being naive. But um, <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> that was me being naive. But yeah, we see this, we see them um, get together this episode. And um, yeah, I'm, I think they have a good vibe. They have a good, they have good chemistry. Um, so interested to see where that goes. I think, yeah, like you said, love triangles. And to be honest, even to an extent, there's Jamie as well. Like, yeah, there's, she a lot, there's pursue, drama but, there. Yeah. So another thing I was even thinking is that like, it's chaotic. Well, I'm not, not like it's chaotic, but there's kind of like three people around that whole, three, four people like involved in that. Yeah. You know, that so, thing. yeah. So it's like, where did they take it from here? But we'll see. We'll see. I think, yeah, she has a good, she has a good relationship with Jack. And I think I quite enjoy like the dialogue. Mm-hmm. And even we see in this episode, we see Keely take charge as well, to be fair. I think maybe that might be something that we're trying to, that we're going to see a lot more often this season. Mm-hmm. She takes charge because her friend Shandy is an absolute wreck. So she has Bro, to I have fire it on her. my notes that I have on my notes that my god, what kind of mess is Shandy? <laughs> she nah, is such she's, a mess, bro. <laughs> she's horrible, you know. She's a Nepo baby and she still cannot keep that job. Bro, when she's talking about calling people to pitch condom, I'm like, bro, what is like, you know, what's funny? Like, she actually works hard, but like, she just works wrong, like, totally, <laughs> like, like. You know, like she just puts her work rate into the wrong thing totally, man. Hustling and I was just like, <laughs> and I was just like, yo, this is actually crazy, man. Like, wow. Because 
she was just very off and but when I was looking at the whole thing I was just like that's a tough spot for Kili dude like I don't know yeah. for me it's like I don't know like if if I had to fire you for example I, I don't even know how I would go about it it would be so weird <laughs> I'll beg Ibuka to do it for me look at this coward <laughs> I say man why are you asking another man to fire someone for you but um I was just uh, just uh, of that of that scene. Important question to ask. So, my office sex, yay or nay? Hmm. Does he know? <laughs> Does he know? Depends, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yes, boss. Educate us, please. No, no, no. Me, I beg you, please. My employers might be listening. <laughs> <laughs> But I can't lie. As as, as a youngin, it was it was it was a prop, it was up there as a fantasy. It was up there. You know all them ones of like too many movies. You just be like, ah, or you just put the babe on the table. You start offing your thigh. Like, <laughs> all this kind of all this kind of adrenaline. This thing when you watch Jamaica and boys from 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 back then. Oh my god! But yeah, <laughs> as far as a fantasy thing, it used to be there. But these days, it's like. <sighs> Nah, it's too risky, man. <laughs> like, it's just too risky. I mean, some would say the risk is where the fun is at, but um, fun to speak. So I heard someone said it in it. I'm just fun to speak. I'm speak. just speaking on behalf of them. But um, yeah, nah, I I thoroughly enjoyed that episode, and I think just before we go, I think one last thing just to talk about, which is Nate. What did you? Yeah. Uh, we saw a yeah. bit more of like humanizing oh, him, if that's a word. Yeah, that's this episode, um, it's more like classic Nate kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, we saw like old Nate and me, you, and Angel in the last episode. We were cooking, yeah, cooking okay, him, yeah. Uh, cook, <laughs> yeah, and also we're backing the waitress. But it looks like she's been enjoying him all this time. Yeah, you know, you know, well. For a while, I was like, I hate this show. Because I was like, this show made me feel bad for Nate. I, I was done with this guy, but it made me feel bad for him. When like when she, when um Anastasia was there, and I was just like, this is going to end badly. Like, why did you bring her here? And then she's like, she has to make a call. She's carrying a jacket. Like, one of the oldest tricks in in, in the book to be to be ghosting somebody. But yeah, I was like, oh, I actually feel for him. But he actually, you know, blurted his heart out. And I think... The waitress as well is like, I don't know her name because saying the waitress sounds weird. Jade. But yeah, Jade. Yeah, Jade. Okay, but yeah, yeah, Jade was like, she just wanted to see him stand up for himself kind of thing. I think that's what she was kind of looking out for of like, you know, he used to get pushed around when he would come and ask for the window seat. He now became a big boy, but he still wasn't himself. Like stand up for who you actually are. And I think he actually did that, you know. Yeah, that because, you know, when um, Anastasia left, he could have easily just, you know, stood up and left as well. But he was like, you know, this is still my place. I'm just going to have my dinner. And that's it. And they ended up sharing, you know. He even had the courage to, you know, ask her to come and, like, share the food with him and stuff. Yeah, join him, yeah. This is a guy who, by the way, had to rehearse asking someone out with his mom. <laughs> Ultimate cringe. Oh, my God. For, for, for a two-line thing. 
first of all, it even collect that number that first night. It's like, bro, what they doing, man? What they doing? Oh, it's like the mistakes people, it's like the mistakes people make in first year of uni. Freshers, Riz Master Ima, yes, sir. Tell please, oh, please, oh, please, please. <laughs> I didn't even, I didn't even go for freshers week. My daddy was around. <laughs> <laughs> I also didn't go to Freshers Week. I wonder if that's a real serious. If if we can trace our friendship back to that connection, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> does he know? Hmm. <laughs> but yes, Rose Master, please carry on with what you. No, 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 but yeah, I was. <laughs> but yeah, I was just saying that, like Nate, um, Nate was so nervous and all these types of things, and you could tell he was pretending, but. It was also quite good that, you know, he still went to that restaurant. Like, he didn't want to live a total lie. Like, you know, because, again, deep down, Nate just wants acceptance. Nate wants love as well. Yeah. Nate wants companionship, which basically everybody on this show wants, which is true because most people in life actually want that, you know? Yeah. Nobody wants to be alone. We can't be an island. Exactly. So, so it was interesting to just see that side of him again. And it's like, okay. You know, and, and, you know, if he gets with Jade, I'll quite like that for him. Because, to be honest, you know, it's one of those things of, like, you know, when a villain is kind of, like, born from, like, struggle and, and hardship and this thing. Because, like, Nate is not a bad person internally. I think he's just, like, I don't know. He's just he's just been in a toxic, like, he, he he's processed his emotions in a toxic way and he's just not had that kind of support system around him to kind of guide him and make sure that he doesn't go around a path that you know he would like regret or anything like that but yeah i think this is like the first step to redemption and he has serious daddy issues he has serious daddy issues yeah yeah i think so i think so i think yeah i think he just he just wants that approval you know um yeah, he just wants that approval. And it's it's interesting because, you know, there's people that, there's quite a few people that just have that, I don't know if it's a gene, if that traits or something of just wanting that kind of approval. And it's like, maybe that's, you know, the show trying to depict that as well of like, you know, it can, it can lead you to like very unhealthy places because you're just trying to, you know, get somebody that, you know, makes you feel good about yourself. Where meanwhile, you should try and make yourself feel good about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a, a brilliant way to just end this episode. I think, um, we always need redemption. Angel said no last episode, <laughs> if it comes, oh. but we'll see. We'll see. Um, I wonder if she's changed her mind, Sha. Because this, like, if you don't change your mind for this episode, then there's, then you yeah, know, you, you, there's no hope. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some of us are born haters. I didn't say that one, no. I didn't say that one. But um, yeah, no. Nah, thank you so much for coming on again, as usually, Ma. Um, so I think that's a perfect way to end the episode. Um, thank you to our listeners again, once again, for tuning in. Um, please remember to like, review, and share this episode. In fact, this podcast to your friends and family. Please tell them about Popcorn for Dinner. Um, we've done a lot of episodes recently on every show you're possibly watching. Um, we've been covering The Mandalorian. Uh, Priscilla and Ibubi have been covering that. We've got episodes out on Succession, Banky and Ibubi have been covering that. That episode of Succession um the last episode you know 
we couldn't believe what we're watching and we've got an episode out on that so please tune in and listen to that we've also got episodes on yellow jackets and um yeah we've got everything that you need in terms of content so please make sure you tune in um, and follow us on our social pages to stay up to date thank you very much and it's a wrap it's a wrap <laughs>